Porchlight Family Media. Your source for family-centered content. Porchlightfamilymedia.com. And now, Audio Theater Central. Oh, hi there. I'm John Avery Whitaker. But most folks around here call me Wit. My name is Finian Jones, and you are... Hello, I'm Dave Arnold, your host for Focus on the Family Radio Theater. Hello, welcome to Audio Theater Central. This is the show that's all about family-friendly audio drama. I'm JD. And I'm Roy. And I'm Andrew. This is episode 73 for December 2015. I apologize if you're listening to this uh, well after the release date, but we're going to take a little bit of time and uh, talk about Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Uh, It's Christmas time is here. (laughs) Happiness and cheer. (laughs) Andrew's very in the festive spirit today. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I don't have my jingle bells. And now we'll have a solo by Andrew. (laughs) No, thank you. Nobody wants that. As a matter of fact, if you feel like editing that out, JD, you feel free. <laughs> I think we should leave. For it. our listeners' sake. <laughs> well, you know, you got Christmas decorations and Christmas lights going up everywhere, so you can't help but get a little Christmassy feeling. Aren't That's these right. like holiday lights and holiday? Wait. Oh. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Pardon me. I just came out in an alternate universe where I was a PC <laughs> crazy person. <laughs> well,. In this episode, we've got a review of an audio drama called A Bethlehem Christmas, and it's from Insight for a Living. Really great story that um, we haven't really talked about their productions before, so this is this is a first time for us. We've also got some Christmas audio drama recommendations coming a, a little bit later in the show. We've got the obligatory newscast. Whoa. And we may we may have a visit from a very special guest a little bit later on in the show. You'll just have to keep listening to find out who that might be. That's right. But in the midst of all of it, we're just going to have fun. Yes. And, and we the hope... Christmas spirit here. Yes. And we hope you do too. Roy, take it away. Heirloom Audio Productions recently won four Voice Arts Awards at the Voice Arts Awards Ceremony in Hollywood in November 2015, including one for Outstanding Audio Engineering. Kudos to our buddy Rob Jorgensen. Other participants in the awards this year included Pixar, Disney, Blackstone Audio, and William Shatner. Green Stream Studio has released episode two of their series, Shadows and Daylight. You can check out the episode titled An Eye for an Eye at shadowsanddaylight.ca. Brinkman Adventure Season 4 is still in post-production, but there has been an exciting development. Aaron Fullen of Heirloom Audio Productions and Jared DePasquale were brought on board to score several episodes. Season 4 is expected to release very soon. That's it for this obligatory newscast. I'm Roy reporting for Audio Theater Central. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Excellent newscast. Nice word choice there, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I still and it was it. very uh, very Christmassy. Wait, no, it didn't have anything to do with Christmas. <laughs> wait, wait, yes, it did. Green Stream Studio. There you go. Hey, that works. All right, we're going to jump into the review of this amazing Christmas audio drama, which I really, really liked. This is, It's called A Bethlehem Christmas Celebrating the Joyful Season. It was released in 2008, as I said, from Inside for Living. And it's based on the book by Chuck Swindoll. 
uh, of the same title, which was released in 2007. And it is about an hour long, and it is available in CD or MP3 format. Links are in the show notes if you want to check that out. Now, what say we uh, we hear the summary? Let's hear our summary. Summary. Hmm. I do have to say, though, that we, we, we got a comment on the blog that you didn't read a summary last time, Andrew. Oh, my. So Wait. We, you got it, missed. That was the AIO, wasn't it? Yeah. I did read one summary. You read one, yeah. <laughs> but we uh, kind of skipped him after that, so that's okay. Are your holidays so hectic that the Christmas story has become too familiar to you? A Bethlehem Christmas, celebrating the joyful season, will transport you back in time. You will gain a fresh understanding of the confusion, the fear, and ultimately the faith of the men and women whom God chose to involve in his miraculous incarnation. Experience the joy of this historic moment as if you were actually hearing the announcement of Christ's birth with your very own ears. You'll never again take the Christmas story for granted. And I have to say, that is very accurate, that description. It, yes. it really does bring it to life in a way that you've never really considered before. Uh, it's very real and raw in a lot of places, and it mm-hmm. really makes a lot of sense. Stole the words right out of my heart, JD. Or, That's right. Yeah, I was. Thinking, I was. Thinking, I told my wife. I said, "This is the most real, real portrayal of the story that I've ever heard." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it tells the the story from an earlier point than my best frame of reference, which is the Odyssey version, and uh, which was also very real. I thought, um, but. Uh, it starts much earlier in the Christmas story, so there's uh, a lot of scenes that obviously aren't covered by Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, which is really kind of nice, because they go through and really tell the Luke version, <laughs> and, uh, you know, from the beginning, which is really, really good. And uh, I was, I, I had forgotten that it was Insight for Living, and so I was like, oh, you know, am I, am I really interested in this or not? And I really wasn't. But I was listening to it, and... Uh, and I was listening to it with my wife, and my wife is very, very what's the word? Critical. Yes, yeah, but that's not the word I wanted. <laughs> that's not the word I wanted to use. She's very picky with her audio traumas, and uh, the story was. Uh, now everybody knows that the story is very interesting. Obviously, it's one of the great. It's the greatest story ever told, right? So we know that. But uh, the way that they were telling it, I'll say, was very interesting. It was engaging. She liked it. It kept her you know, engaged and all the acting was, was good enough to be immersive, you mm-hmm. know, cause it was, it was, uh, the positive tales people, right? So sure. it was, yeah. it was good. And I heard, uh, Ned, so it was kind of a little odd. All over the place. I, I was going to say was, that too. I was like, what's a beaver doing in the Christmas story? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's go ahead and play a, a clip. This is the, uh, the very first, uh, opening scenes of the story. So you can get a kind of a flavor of, the quality and the uh, the approach that they take to the story. May the merciful one send us a plentiful blessing on this house and on this table at which we have eaten. May the merciful one send us Elijah the prophet who is remembered for good, who will bring us good tidings of salvation and comfort. And may the merciful one be filled with wrath for the Roman doll. Zacharias, that's not part of the prayer. No, but it's a good prayer. And may the Messiah come soon, 
very soon to save us, his people. May the merciful one bless me, your humble servant, and Elizabeth, my cherished wife, as she turns 65 so very soon, and is as beautiful as the day of our wedding. And continue to fill us with your mercy and blessings, even without a child of our own. Everything in this prayer of Zacharias the priest was about to be answered, and all of it much sooner than he imagined. And we'll just fade it out right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hopefully it's piqued your interest. Yes. I like this because they keep the main thing the main thing. Yes. Like, we don't have to go to the shepherds in the field. We don't have to go to the wise man. You know, it's all, and a lot of stories about, you know, this story, or a lot of audio dramas about, you know, the birth of Jesus, they, like, try to cover everything. And mm -hmm. this story really keeps it just like Mary and Joseph. That's true. And Jesus. That is very true. Although the shepherds well, the do make shepherds, an appearance yeah, they because they interact with Mary and right. Joseph. So, yeah. Right. But they don't show up until they come to the yeah. stable. Yeah. But the yeah. main focus is on Mary and Joseph. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that's that. That's what I liked about it. That yeah. is good. Yep. That's very, very true. So a couple of the uh, main actors, uh, uh, David Jeremiah was actually the narrator. Um, Mary's father and mother were played by R. Bruce Elliott and Emily Gray. And these are names that we're not familiar with, but they they did a really, really oh, good job. Yeah. The acting, the the sound design, the music were all of really high quality. Uh-huh. There were only a couple places where I thought the acting was a little stilted, but it was so minor that I can't even point it out to you. So, I mean, I, I thought of it, it registered, but I, I don't remember what it was, so it didn't impress itself too heavily on me. So, it's good. Uh, Joseph was played by Marcus Lloyd, and Mary was Sheremy Lee Kuhn. I'm hoping pronouncing that name correctly. But uh, one of the characters that I really liked was Ofer, and he was played by Cayman Mitchell and Stephen, which is Joseph's brother, which was an interesting thing. Yeah. I've never, ever heard any audio drama or any adaptation of The Christmas Story where it mentions siblings of Joseph. But it right? makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. And he was played by Larry Brantley. So, uh, And Eric Basil was... The character that that we know uh, are the the voice that we recognize in there, and and so Eric played that character of uh, Moitzel, um, and, and of course you have Elizabeth and Zachariah and all of the other uh, characters. But overall, I really really liked the 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 way this story was done. One thing that kind of was a little annoying to me was it is very heavy on narration. There's a lot of narration throughout the entire piece. Mm true yeah and yeah i was noticing that as well helping keep the story moving and you know filling in parts but of course they do pause and tell so they know what they're doing mm -hmm. and they're really good at keeping the scenes short and not too you know long and dragged out you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying and then they just put that narration in between the scenes just to keep the story moving but i didn't think of it too much of a drag on the story but no it wasn't it just it just stood out to me yeah i did notice narration. it and perhaps it's just because it's based on a book. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Although, you know, we have heard many dramas that were based on novels that, that don't use narration a lot, but maybe sure. it was just a, uh, an easier way for them to get it completed. I don't know, but, you know, it, I guess it, it's it's a, a stylistic and artistic choice to use yeah. narration. Some people prefer it, some people don't. Right. So, but that is just something to note. Yeah. 
But the character of Ofer, he adds a, a, a lot of levity to this otherwise pretty, uh, not somber, but pretty uh, serious story. Mm-hmm. Right. That, and so is not- Steven. Yes, yes. Steven helped a lot, too. At a very serious time, he was throwing in some good comic relief. Well, then then you have the innkeeper and his wife. They helped out yep. as well. Mm-hmm. So Very true. They were hilarious. Yeah. Great characters. Although that New Jersey or, or New York accent of the innkeeper's wife kind of threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little funny. Oh, it is funny. Yeah. That scene where Mary announces the angel's visit to her family. Oh, my goodness. See, I never... Amazing. Yeah, yeah it was good. I I knew what was coming because it's like, yeah, Mary, um, they're not going to react to you the way that you think they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you've read it. it makes perfect uh, sense. You know, we've heard it all of our lives, the story. But just to put, like, the like how it really was to both families, yep. you know, mm-hmm. this news and, and just how, like, a... A shock it would be, and and how know. much strength it took for Joseph to follow the instructions of the angel. Like, right, it wasn't easy to just say, yeah. "Oh, I'm going to marry her anyway." Yeah. You know, that wasn't an easy thing to do. Well, and then even Mary, just like you know, Father, what does the scripture say? Mm-hmm. You know, and even then, they're and like, the father, "No, this is not how it's going to happen." You but know? the father was like the only one that like seemed to kind of get it. Yeah, and uh, because after she said that, when he threw that out, or when she threw that scripture out. You could hear the thoughtfulness in his mind, but there was so much, you know, the brother was freaking out and the mom was freaking out. So there was so much else that was happening in the in the scene that you could tell, like, he didn't have time to process it, but it was really good. They never do show, though, well, we never do hear, rather, when Mary and Joseph's mom and dad, like, make the decision, like... You never, right. you never hear them talking about it or whatever. It just you come to this scene where we're taking marriage to Joseph. You know, it's yeah. like spoiler. Oh, alert. they got it. Yeah, spoiler. Yeah, in, in case, case you, you didn't don't know, know. The <laughs> <laughs> they did end up getting married. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I said that. <laughs> but you're right, uh, yeah. and, and I think that was a wise choice. Yeah. The way it played out, it, right. was, it was done it was, really it well. It was neat because you're like, where are they going? You know, yeah. and it was neat. It was a really good story. Uh, and, and I say that in the way that like, it was a good production of a story that we all know is a good story. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Right. Very, very well done. And I just have a couple more things to note. I mean, cause it is a shorter drama and we highly, highly recommend you go grab this one. It's very inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You can download it. I mean, uh, we know Christmas is literally days away at this point. Go download it from the Insight for Living website. It's very inexpensive and, uh, there are links in the show notes if you want to check that out. But a couple things that I wanted to note in particular was the character of the wise rabbi that Joseph and Stephen speak to about the situation. He had some amazing lines. Mm-hmm. And he said, so, so Joseph is kind of struggling with this decision, obviously, and he's like caught in between mercy and justice. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is yeah. so good. Yeah. And, you know, he said... How can they coexist? And, you know, how can two opposite truths be true at the same time? And, and the rabbi says, if both things are true, they're not opposites. Yeah, Justice exactly. and mercy are not enemies. And I'm like, oh, I love that. Yeah. They're both truths. So that, was, that was a great line. Well, And he also said, most people learn one truth and stop learning because it's easier that way. And it's true. People are lazy. Yeah. Humanity, humanity is lazy. Yeah. You know, flesh. that's just the way we are. Yeah. And it was very, very in, in, intriguing. 
Yeah, and what I kept thinking of through the whole time was the scripture that says that mercy and truth are met together, righteousness and peace have kissed each other. And this is in Psalm 85, which is widely known to be a, you know, this is part of a prophecy about the Messiah coming. And so the answer to Joseph's question was right in front of his face. You know what I mean? Like, mm. how can how can justice and mercy be equal truths when they seem opposite and the one who was going to bring those two things together was in Mary's womb at that time. It's just amazing, yeah, right? Yeah. He was going to die on the cross and and uh, enable the schoolmaster that was the law to bring us to Christ, which is just incredible. Yeah. Which And I thought it was really good that they brought that out. Yeah, the fact it, that he struggled with that. Yes. It was amazing. And and again, we, we've, we've referenced this a lot, but it's probably the most real interpretation or presentation, I guess is the better word of this story. Um, I mean, I've seen Christmas pageants and plays and yeah. s- throughout my life and heard audio dramas and read books. And I really, really liked the way they handled the story in yeah. this one. If they could take this, if somebody could take this story and adapt it into a play, that would just, it would be an amazing one and put yeah. some, and put some songs in it. There that would be you really, go. You could do the, you know, really good. Joseph's song. You know, why me? You could do all that Mary yeah, exactly. song. It would just fit perfect in this oh my goodness. drama. My mind's spinning right now. That yeah. is a great idea. Roy. Like the whole entire time. And when I finish this story, it's like, this is so well written. And like I said before, the main thing's the main thing. I could see this as a play and it would be beautiful as a musical as well. So totally. Yeah. I could totally <laughs> see it right now. You're absolutely right. One last thing is, uh, one of the scenes that I absolutely loved was the the scene where Joseph and Stephen are in the middle of the night. He he wakes him up. And it's just yeah. so funny, <laughs> just the way they they handled that that interaction between the two. And Stephen, you know, groggy, not wanting to get up, but Joseph's all excited. It was just it was just great stuff. Yeah, indeed. One thing I noticed too that uh, that I hadn't really thought about before is when they taught when the Bible talks about Joseph and Mary being betrothed right how serious that was because they were talking about divorce oh right yeah, yeah. and exactly. they were it's like they were married but they weren't married yet you know sure. it's really crazy like how serious it was because they were levering leveling a charge of adultery against mary when she wasn't officially married yet but they still considered it adultery even though it wasn't mm-hmm. like by our standards today i guess it technically that that charge wouldn't be correct. Right. It would be something different, but it wouldn't be adultery because you're not married yet, right? So mm-hmm. it's a it's it was really interesting to me how serious that the uh, betrothal um, was that the betrothal process was. It's it's yeah, that was fascinating. Highly recommend this story for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely amazing. I, I don't think I can add anything else other than you must listen to this. Sit around the living room with the family and yeah. listen to this. On Christmas morning or something. I mean, it, it's it's that good. Unless you have really really small children, yeah. there are some uh, instances where they they probably won't understand what's going on. And but it, it's it's a fantastic audio drama. Oh, I think there's somebody at the door. Well, look who just walked into the studio. It's Mandy Strasberg. Oh, hi, Hi, Mandy. Mandy. How's it going? Hey, guys. What brings you here? Well, I just stopped by the ATC studios to wish you guys and your listeners a Merry Christmas. Oh, Oh, thank thank you you. so much. Merry Merry Christmas Christmas. to you as well. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I've heard you've been doing a lot more singing since the great wish you was, so since you're here, would you be willing to do a number for our audience? I'd be happy to. (laughs) 
wants a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. I don't want a doll, no dinky tinker toy. I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I don't think Santa Claus will mind, do you? He won't have to use our dirty chimney flue. Just bring him through the front door, that's the easy thing to do. I can see me now on Christmas morning, creeping down the stairs. Oh, what joy and what surprise when I open up my eyes to see a hippo hero standing there. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. so much yeah it was so nice of you to drop in yeah thank you so much it was my pleasure <laughs> oh i better get going i'm on my way to the powder puff pamela fan club meeting <laughs> all right well you have a merry christmas and i, I hope you get that hippo <laughs> thanks see you guys later bye, bye mandy. mandy wow i can't know? believe it mandy just dropped <laughs> in our studio that's amazing. We that get to meet awesome. so many cool people yeah. doing this. You know, we got asked the last time, like, what our favorite uh, part of doing this was. I think it's having uh, fictional characters walk into the studio. I know. Absolutely. Pretty amazing. It's having Mandy sit, like, right beside us and talk to us. Well, that's pretty... And wow. that a song. song. Man. Beautiful. <laughs> Excellent. Ah, the perks of this job. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Well, before we let you go, we wanted to just give a few recommendations, other than the the featured drama of this episode, some recommendations of some great Christmas-themed audio drama that we may have talked about in the past or may have recently found out about. There's a lot of great stuff for this time of year, and we just wanted to run through them real quickly and give you an opportunity to revisit them if you have already heard them, or if you haven't, you're in for a treat. I'm going to let you take the first one, Roy, because I know you love this one. I do. Thank you, J.D. The Star Angel by Colonial Radio Theater. And it's one of my favorites. I love this story, Uh, especially with the singing and the music in it. And uh, it is a little emotional, but it is a great Christmas story. 
It is one of my favorites. In fact, we were over at some family's house the other day, and um, my wife's younger cousins, they were all, hey, JD, let's listen to the Star Angel, because oh. we did that last year. We all sat in, in, around the fire. It was so cool. cool. Sat around the fire and listened to the Star Angel. And Very they're nice. like, we need to do that again this year. So oh, cool. It's, it's becoming a staple in our Christmas holiday. That's nice. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, another one that we I have reviewed here, actually, at uh, Audio Theater Central is A Shepherd's Prayer, which is a really, really good story focusing on a different part of the Christmas story than what we talked about today, which is the shepherds, obviously, and a particular shepherd. But it's really good. Uh, we've listened to it a few times, really like it. It's pretty amazing. With an O. Henry-like twist at the end, too. Aha. Yeah. Very, very good. I, I really, really like that one. And one of the ones that we... It's, I don't know, it's it's very dear to my heart. I just love this story. I've read the book several times over the years. I've seen plays of this story, and it's just, the Focus on the Family radio theater version of A Christmas Carol is absolutely amazing. Yes, for sure. And also, um, just as kind of an aside, there are several Focus on the Family Christmas stories that are really, really good. Good point. Um, they're shorter. There's like a few that are, I think there's three, and they're like... Maybe 45 minutes long. Well, they might even be a little shorter than that, but it's in their traveling home for Christmas package or set or whatever. Uh, you can actually access them usually through the Odyssey Adventure Club. You could last year anyway. And you can this year. Okay, you can as well this year. And uh, it's O. Henry's story. Christmas by Injunction? Yeah, yeah. Christmas by Injunction, which is a really funny, nice story with a good twist at the end, obviously, as O. Henry was famous for. And then... Um, there's the one about Shoemaker Martin, which yes. I think is the title. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also The Gift of the Magi. And then there's also, I actually there's four, not three, but there's also Christmas Day at Kirkby Cottage, which is a really good, funny story as well. And like I said, they're, they're shorter. You can listen to all of them in the time it would take you to normally listen to uh, like a full-length radio theater production. So those are the ones that we would recommend from Focus on the Family. Yeah. And I cannot believe this. I forgot to put it on the list, but the candle in the window from Lamplighter Theater. We cannot forget that. How does that happen? With the amazing Jess Harnell playing every character. (laughs) (laughs) The grandpa, the great-grandpa, and the (laughs) great-great-grandpa. And the uncle and nephew. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic story. If you haven't heard that, go grab that one as well. But there's a couple of new ones that have come on the scene recently. And um, there's a, a new group called Family Lore Audio Productions, which has uh, just come on the scenes within the last few months, and they have released a new series called The Second Kingdom, and I think they're based on some novels because they're broken up kind of like Red Rock Mysteries, and they're calling them book one, book two, etc. So book one is called A Christmas Mystery, and you can find them at audioadventures.org, and this group is entirely done by one family, the Newsom family of North Carolina. So it's a, in, another independent producer who's coming on the scene. There's a lot of this happening lately. Their quality was really good. I did listen to this uh, audio drama. It's a little bit slow at the beginning. It, it takes a while to get going, in my opinion. Um, but if you're interested in something new from a brand new audio drama producer, it's it's worth checking out. Here is a trailer for The Second Kingdom, book one, called A Christmas Mystery. 
in an age where darkness is growing. The prospect of long-term war. Terrorism erupted in the region again. Another economic downturn. There's no hope that this world ever get better. The Warfield family is getting lost in the darkness. Christmas is supposed to be a time of hope, right? Everything is turning against us. Where's the hope for our future? So is the world about to end or what? Only one voice dares to proclaim a different message. My name is John, and I will be your host for a series of special broadcasts between now and Christmas. Well, that's a surprise. The state of our country and our world is good. Is he blind and deaf? Does he not listen to the news? Tune in tomorrow night at this same time. But mystery surrounds the man and the message. I'm going to investigate the mystery of the mysterious broadcaster. Whoever is spewing such hateful stuff over the airwaves ought to be shut down and thrown in jail. At precisely 9.30 both nights, the radio suddenly went bonkwire. WKZY has a couple of technical glitches and now it's turned into some kind of mystery. And enemies are closing in. There is a new danger to our cause. Something's wrong. A new enemy. As the mystery begins to unravel, I have a new theory about John the Broadcaster. Merry Christmas and welcome back. <laughs> I don't understand. Nothing could ever be the same after that night in Bethlehem. I knew it. The truth will change their faith and their future forever. The time has come to tell you the whole story. Cal, what's going on? It can't be. Much is about to happen. No, please, no! <laughs> Never give up hope. The Second Kingdom, Book One, A Christmas Mystery. Available this Christmas from Family Lore Audio Adventures. Visit audioadventures.org today. Well, this is completely random, but I cannot believe they got that domain name. <laughs> A new player in this space, and they got yeah. audioadventures.org? Yeah. I mean, how does that happen? Yeah, exactly. How was that overlooked? Yeah. But I love that announcer voice, too. He's awesome. Oh, for sure. Amazing. So, link in the show notes if you want to check that out. And our friends at Kids Corner, they just came out with uh, seven new Christmas episodes. Nice. And yeah, you can go over to kidscorner.net and check them out. Yeah, they they haven't put out some new episodes in, in a while. I'm not exactly sure how long it's been, but I think I've listened through their entire catalog of episodes over the years. And so this is new. They've got, they got seven brand new episodes that are coming out. Cool. They've been going for over 10 years, if I remember yeah. correctly. And my favorite one of this new batch of episodes is called The Christmas List Mystery. And if you're not familiar with Kids Corner, they're really fun. They're, they are geared towards younger listeners. It's kind of like odyssey for younger kids and all the characters are lizards yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> and it's a lot of fun the main character's name is lizardo and everybody calls him liz and it's it's just they're they're, they're just fun stories uh, but this one is uh reminiscent of the jones and parker detective agency because liz and his buddy lucille are investigating this Christmas list mystery. It's it's a fun it's a fun show. So um, link in the show notes for those. You, you definitely want to check those out. They're fun little thirty minute episodes that you can listen to while you're, you know, decorating or making Christmas cookies or whatever. So they're a lot of fun. 
And a little self-promotion here. <laughs> Our favorite of them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have Porchlight Family Media's own production of Babe of the Worlds, which was performed uh, before a live audience one year ago this very day, if you happen to be listening to it the day that we record, which you won't, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun. And there's a link in the show notes for that. And if you only listen to that through the ATC podcast feed, you might want to check out the page on the Porchlight Family Media website, which has uh, lots of photos from the live recording and pictures of Roy and Andrew doing the live sound effects and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, let me uh, say this to you, Roy and Andrew. I hope you guys have a, a very Merry Christmas. Yeah. And a Happy New Year. To yes. you, JD. Yeah. Back yeah. Well, JD. Thank you. Back at you. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Been a lot of fun doing ATC this year. We will continue into 2016. The creek don't rise and we don't lose our canoe. And, and <laughs> Grandma don't get run over by a reindeer or That's something. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be doing all right. We want to wish you, the listener, a very Merry Christmas to you and your family. We hope you have lots of fun and, and eat a lot. That's right. Mandatory. No yes. more diets. That's right. All diets are off. It's a, it's obligatory that you eat a lot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> exactly. Uh, threw the word back in. If you want to get in touch with us, head over to audiotheatercentral.com slash contact. Show notes, links for everything we talked about, including a link to that wonderful song performed by Mandy Straussberg, a.k.a. Aria Curzon. Thank you so much to Aria for coming on the show today. We really appreciate it. And you, there's also a link in the show notes so you can check out what she's been up to these days and follow her online. The show notes are at audiotheatercentral.com slash 73. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening and Merry Christmas. Audio Theater Central is a production of Porchlight Family Media. PorchlightFamilyMedia.com Knock, knock. Who's there? Murray. Murray who? Merry Christmas, <laughs> one and all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And God bless us, everyone. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Santa had only eight reindeer last Christmas? What? No, what why? happened? Yeah, Comet stayed home to clean the sink. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my word. I love it. <laughs> and this story is about Penny and Wooten. And this story is about Penny and Wooten. And this story is about Penny and Wooten. And Wooten. And this story is about Wooten and Penny. Oh, changed it up. Changed it up. <laughs> okay.